Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show for August 13th, 2017, episode 146. Everybody, Scott Johnson here with Brian Dunaway. Hello. Oh, hi, Scott. Hello. It's the Boop Show, one forty-six. How's how's it going? We missed last week. That was a bummer. I had a wedding. I couldn't do it. So uh, we're we're back, and we're doing it. It was a bummer. I was all weekend while you were doing the wedding. I was just sitting on my bed, going, "Bummer." Yeah, we had another wedding this week, but it was less involved, so I didn't have to do as much. Uh, and then I got one more, mm. one more, uh, uh, like a, what do you call it? Um, reception style thing next week for a wedding. Right. And that's right. it. Then I'm done. No more marriages. Everyone knock it off. Cut it out. No more, no more of that fondant cake yeah. that nobody likes. Yeah. Nobody wants, nobody wants that. You can't eat that. No. Well, you can't eat that. It looks nice, yeah. but you don't want that. If you do eat it, you're, you're going to be not feeling great. <laughs> I, I've done it. I've had some. I know what's up there. Uh, anyway, we're glad to be back and uh, glad to see all of you there at home. Uh, I did put up the daily blip slash video games daily stuff during uh, our time away, so hopefully that tied a few of you over. I have well, I've not been able to play as many video games as I, as I like, but we like to talk at the top of the show about stuff we've sort of been into. And the two things I did play, um, one of them last night and one a few days earlier, uh, I played a ton of the uh, Path of Exile expansion that just came out. Now, right. I'm still sort of playing not expansion content because <laughs> I've only got like a level 30 dude or whatever. And I think the cap now is like 90 or something. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to do. But uh, yeah, Path of Exile, PoE continues to be pretty strong, pretty pretty rad Diablo-like action RPG game. I mean, it's probably not fair to just keep saying it, it's like Diablo, but it is, you know, it's where its inspiration's mm-hmm. from. It's clear. Diablo 2 may be more than anything else. And uh it's always been good. It's always been solid. It's a free-to-play game. Uh, the money they make is all from cosmetic stuff, uh, which I like. That's a model I get into. And uh, this update came with, I was telling you pre-show, came with not only a bunch of new expansion content, quests, a whole new act, all that stuff, but it also comes with a whole bunch of just improvements, things that I just felt were lacking in the game, one of which was the map, uh, the local map, when you sort of bring up the map with the tab key, has always just looked like someone pooped. It was always <laughs> bad. Always so bad. So when you when you hit the tab key, yeah. does Dora come up and you know, and the little thing comes out and he sings I'm the map? It's or is Di- it it's Diego now. She's gone. Oh. Yeah. He killed uh, She's gone. Yeah. What happened? He killed, what happened to her? He killed her, buried her in Reno, and Diego no. is all you're gonna get now. Uh but no, it's a it's uh used to be this overlay that was just really muddy and very nineties. Like somebody was trying to put an old map system from like Ultima 2 in there or something. Just a terrible map. Right. And uh, this update came with like this brand new mapping system, which actually works and is a huge help. I know it's a tiny, small thing, but 
It really helped me. Um, that game's really good, and it's easy to sink a ton of time in there before you realize it's four in the morning. Um, just a, a quality video game for sure. So I've been enjoying that. And but how are yeah. but how are they making money at Path? You say through cosmetics. Are you buying any of the cosmetics? Yeah, I have before. I bought like some weapon effects and some. Uh, I think a pet once. Right. Um, but it's like um, it's like any of these games. I mean, that's the reason Overwatch. Although Overwatch costs money to buy in the first place, but Overwatch makes so much money off people buying those little oh, boxes. Yeah. Um, the the games where the free to play model is XP boosts and timer Ooh. reductions and energy to keep playing and all that. I hate those. Those are the, those like, are the yeah. worst. But a company was like, here is our video-ass game. It's a game, man. You play <laughs> this game, and you play it like you do any other real game. The only difference is, and only if you want to, you can buy this extra stuff to make your character look cool or have this like rad-looking pair of shoulder uh, pad things, or you can just look cooler with the weapon effects or whatever. Like, that's what they're interested in selling. It's a bit like, uh, well, it's just like like Dota 2's model is this. Right, um, right. A big part of Heroes of the Storm's model is this. Like, this is just the the way these because, games are because now. Because you as a player can't bitch about somebody else just looking good, right? I mean, you could bitch about them getting ahead in the game. Exactly. You can't bitch about somebody looking good. You can look good, too, right. if you want to spend the money. But it's a much more fair, more video game friendly kind of method. And I'm a big fan of it. And apparently it's done well for them. So... Good. Well enough that they've been developing this very strongly and constantly with updates and support and big community outreach since the launch in 2013. So there seems to be no slowdown. I think they had a had an idea and they stuck with it. So I'm I'm real happy with it. It's great. Should play it. It's free. I uh, also fired up the No Man's Sky update. Came out yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is supposedly, I mean, from what Hello Games is saying, it's like their big, it's their big third content patch, but it's the one that contains the lion's share of content they say should have been in the first release of the game. Right. Controversially, this game has, you know, been criticized since day one that it didn't do anything close to what they had promised and it wasn't very fun or compelling, that there were technical issues, blah, 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 all the way up and down the road. This game adds a mission system. Uh, a whole bunch of story, like 30 new hours of story content. Um, wow. A whole bunch of things. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be a poo-poo and, and keep judging that game based on its poor launch uh, record. If they've really been sticking to their their plan here, I'd like to see what they're doing. They seem to be behind their product. I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt. So I fired it up last night. Played it for probably four hours. Oh, and nice. I am pretty sure it's a lot better game. I'm right. not. I'm not going to tell you it's 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 still not Jesus game, okay? Because everyone mm-hmm. thought it was going to be, like it was going to be the greatest thing anyone ever played ever. But that's it's right. not that. It's it's but it is definitely way better than it was at launch. Like a like substantially markedly better. Um, I like it. And I'm going to probably keep tinkering with it. I, I do find that I, the mode I enjoy the most or prefer playing is the open sandbox sort of nothing's going to kill me mode. Mm-hmm. Now I realize some are saying, well, Scott, what's the point then? This is supposed to be like a survival experience. I don't really like those. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go farm things, move things, right. blow up stuff, explore, find a new place, uh, do quests, do missions, which this will let me do. I, I much more prefer that. So for me, this sort of easy mode is my mode. Don't don't judge me for how I choose to play my game. 
Oh, there's plenty of that out there. I trust. Right. Me. Yeah. Let me let me play it the way I want to. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Playing it the way I want to, and I'm kind of impressed that they seemingly have gotten a lot closer to their goal for what that game should have been in the first place. So it, had it launched in this state, we would have not had the backlash we had. I think people would have gone, oh, yeah, this is a cool game. This is really good. Right. Uh, I, I think it would have matched up pretty well. But that that initial launch was rough, man. Woo. Big trouble. Um, I'm glad I hung on to it, though. So there's that. And Splatoon 2. Been playing that. Now, in the vein of Splatoon 2, as I work on my multiplayer stuff and level up my dude and get my stuff unlocked, the Splatbrella... Uh, mm-hmm. is coming out today. Is today the 12th? No, yesterday. So it's already out. I haven't updated my Switch. Anyway, um, they have free DLC. They've had a plan for a while. They've told people about it. And uh, you're getting a new unique weapon called the Splatbrella. Functions as both a shield from ink as well as an offensive weapon that can fire uh, the head as a rocket, sort of like a rocket launcher style weapon. Hmm. and um, it's up as of last night. So I'm going to be picking this up later and checking it out. I'm going to be downloading. It's going to happen. Game's really good. Like straight yeah. up, straight up a good game. Like Splatoon 2, I, even if you're not a Nintendo fan, I think this game's got something for you. It's really, really cool. Well, right. if you're not a Nintendo fan, you're probably not getting a Switch is the problem. Nah. Yeah. Uh, so you and I both downloaded the Sexy Brutale last yes, week. Yes, last we were on the Boop Show, we talked we were about uh, the Sexy Brutale. Yeah. And we both purchased it. We did. Do you want to know what I did? I absolutely want to know what you did. I played it for about an hour and a half. Right. And then I returned it. <laughs> ah, no way. Get out. You really returned it? Played an hour and a half. I played it for an hour and a half, and I and never, returned. ever figured out what the hell to do. <laughs> it, I, I mean, I know kind of right. what to do, but it's it's this whole trial and error thing. Rewind time, try it again. Rewind time, try it again. Right. That really wore on me. I'm like, I am not rewinding every time this fails. Are you kidding me? Like, it won't let me go back just a chunk of time. It makes me go back the entire thing. So that whole first mission where I'm trying to save the dude in the cathedral or whatever. Right. Just, right. I, I kind of hated it. You kind of hate it. So and you I, got to return it even after playing it for an hour and a half. Yeah, you can play it for, it's a it's a time thing, not a... I mean, a right. days thing. So I, I could have had it for days and gotten a return. But I returned it like the next day. And Steam said, sure, here you go. So, yeah, I don't right. have that game anymore. But you, it sounds like you, you ever, kept it. What do you think? Do you, well, before we get to that, do you ever fear that one day they're going to be like, uh, uh, no, you, you just return everything. No, you can't buy a game. Nah, because I don't. I, they get way more out of me money-wise than I ever do on return. So I, right. think, I think that we're in good shape. I'm in good shape with Steam. Like I, I definitely don't abuse it. It's only when there's a game I really don't like, or it's you know performing horribly, like something wrong with the video <laughs> settings or something. It's like if I get completely screwed on like a early access game or something, I will absolutely use my option for a return. But I I keep way more. Let me put it this way: <laughs> if this was a scale, you wouldn't even be able to measure the returns compared to the stuff I've kept. So I think we're fine. Right. Not right. Okay. So I did. I did purchase uh, the sexy brutal as well. It's a puzzle and adventure game, and I kind of knew going in this had a time mechanic, and uh, I actually, actually have really favored these time mechanic games over the last couple of years, and I kind of like rolling back time and mm. and reapproaching some things. Of course, I did just complain a couple of weeks ago because of. Uh, what was it? Seasons of the Fall? Yeah. Uh, because you kept playing over and over and backtracking. However, 
I feel like I didn't backtrack as much. And in the first, I think it took me about 25 minutes or so, I solved the first piece of the puzzle and uh, I was able to to move on uh, in the game. So I, maybe my frustration level was a little less than an hour and a half, certainly, uh, in that first story arc would be infuriating. Uh, and I could totally see why you'd want to but turn you, that thing off. But if you like the time rolling back mechanic, generally speaking, right. in games, I could see why this would be somebody's bag of chips. It's just not right. Mine. Right. It, so when you on the fir, on the first quest, you're you're uh, it's an isometric view for this game, yeah. and it's it's pretty. I mean, the the characters are interesting looking. You're uh, they're all wearing these masquerade kind of mask, which uh, which give you imbued these different powers. Uh, and and the first one you have uh, allows you to freely walk. Uh, in in an area uh, from room to room without being seen. However, when uh, you interact with another character, your your face starts burning, uh, and you start losing uh, health, and you have to run away. And uh, so I found that both interesting and infuriating because when they when they do get in the same room, the music intensifies, and you you kind of like just start walking around in circles. Yeah. And you, you can't quite see where you're going because everything kind of dims out on you and your mask starts burning flames. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gets kind of frustrating there. But how, how long did it take you to find or did you ever find uh, the the blank bullet cartridge that first time around? Never did. Never I, did. I found, okay, the, so, I found the weapon. I found the gun. Uh, right. In the, in the panel thing. Right. Which you can't pull off yeah. the wall. Right. Uh, and so that could be definitely infuriating. And I got lucky, I think. Perhaps I got lucky. And I found I saw the blank bullet really early on, yeah. And I was able to to where was it? Can you, to do you remember where it was? There, yeah, absolutely. It's it's in the room right next to you from where you start. So the room <laughs> you start in, where the where the lady pops up yeah. and uh, she's she 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 materializes out of blood and disappears in blood. Very creepy looking thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually the room right next to you, uh, to one of the doors to the to the top of you. Since it's an isometric view, is kind of like to the top of you. Uh, spoilers if you're wanting to know don't want to know then i guess i should have spoiled it sooner anyway yeah you 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 get that bullet pretty early on you go put it in and you can solve the mystery Mm. pretty quickly Mm. but i'm keeping mine uh i've enjoyed it so far uh the first the first round so far and uh but i can totally see why you get it's just not me. I think I, I love the look of it, the feel of it, the sound of it. Like everything about it screams at like I need to play you. Right. Like that that one. It's just a simple. I can't. I don't even like it in Braid. Like remember right. Braid where you just don't oh, want to do like, oh, I better go back a little bit. Even though it's a, when it's a short one. The only time I've ever done a rewind mechanic, like a video game rewind mechanic that I actually think helped the game or improved my experience in the game was in the Dirt games. When uh, yes, that's you'd fine. have a really bad corner and wipe out completely, and you get a limited number of these backup things, and it would go. The <laughs> car would go back like a hundred yards, and you could kind of try that turn again. That right. I, that I like. But did you play? Did you ever play Bridge? Uh, the card game? Not the card game. Oh, the Bridge. Yeah, no, the video game. No. Where you? Where you? Yeah. Okay. What is that? The one where you build a little bridge and your cars try to get across it and not have them all break? That. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, not well, even close. I probably. Played, I'll oh. let you look it up later. Right. <laughs> not even close <laughs> not even close my friend but yeah the, I, I i definitely i think favor these kind of games so i could i get it oh also yesterday i while i was out and about shopping for school clothes for the kids back to school kids your gaming life's about to change and as adults and parents 
You going back to school means I have more time with the consoles. I almost picked up a Switch. No. Oh. Yeah, what, I was at, what, I was what at, stopped you? You should have done it. Well, I was at Target, and uh, I, I've been looking around trying to find this the base console, which is really difficult to find in stock anywhere. You you see a lot of the bundles where you know it's like four hundred dollars for the the game and a bundle and extra stick and you know all that good stuff. They actually had the base model at a Target near me, and I was going to get it, but I couldn't get past the guilt of buying clothes for my kids. And picking up a three hundred dollars switch for myself because mm-hmm. that's what it really would be. It'd be, it'd be for me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like screw you, kids. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm the same. I'm super protective of mine. I don't like it when the kids want to borrow it. I hate it. Right. No. Because is it is so close to being a personal device because it is you know it, it that's the that's the whole sell right. I mean you can you can take the console literally you can be a you say look I know this is a a thing for everybody to play with but i'm about to take it out of its little docking station put my little controls on it, and walk away from you people yeah right yeah, uh, yeah. no no dude i'm with you like it's it's probably i mean i'm a grown-ass <laughs> man and I'm, I'm hogging i'm hogging the nintendo console in the house but i can't help it freaking love right it. but yeah. you know then i started thinking about it when i viewed it in that aspect i was like you know it's not that outrageous. I mean, I bought a 3DS as a personal device for like $200. I mean, what's another $100 in going, hey, this is mine? Yeah. This is not a family console. This is my, yeah. my, mine. Yeah. My, my, my. You, this, does this look like Christmas to you guys? Is this, does this look like <laughs> December 25th? No? Right. Okay, well, it's not your birthday either, is it? All right. Back right. off then. It's my game console. So I started feeling a little bit uh, on a day when I'm supposed to be sharing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was feeling a little bit guilty about being selfish, so I, I I left that Nintendo Switch there, hoping that as it gets closer to Christmas, I will see a great deal on a bundle, uh, and and we'll pick it up. So just a little longer, Brian, just a little longer before I get my Switch. dive into some of the news today nintendo is being sued over the design of the switch's detachable controllers oh bit, no yeah it's a little bit weird oh they also by the way there's a new uh new version of that thing in stores either now or soon where you know you buy the extra two uh joy cons right it's like 79 bucks still overpriced but the um they're both yellow instead of some mixed colors like they actually look really cool i want them Right. Uh, but anyway, oh. that's neither here nor there. Uh, they may get sued out of existence, so it may not matter. You may not be able to go get them. <laughs> Hardware developer Game Vice filed a lawsuit against Nintendo earlier this week. They claim that the design of the Nintendo Switch is too similar to its own products and that it infringes on a very specific patent that they hold. Uh, they Let were, me see this. They say they were granted a patent titled Combination Computing Device and Game Controller with Flexible Bridge Section which consists of a computing device linked with a pair of connected controllers on each side of it. In its complaint, GameVice lays out the various ways it claims Nintendo is fringing on its property and asking the court to halt production and sales of the device and to award it damages. Uh, uh, I'm looking at their device, and it looks like they attach to like iPads and, and uh, handheld like uh, devices, mobile devices. Yeah, the way that they've... The design of the thing, you've seen these before. They're like a little carrying case, basically. You just slip your phone into. Right. And on one end is a stick and the other one's whatever. And they're just usually wireless, like Bluetooth controller, just just part of a case. Right. Well, that's what this is. And it's not an actual device in the middle. It's this flexible bridge thing. Right. Which, again, is like a rubber 
case. And uh, the their claim, I think, is bullcrap. I mean, the two Switch controllers <laughs> aren't even connected by a flexible right. ridge. They're connected by the Switch <laughs> that, are, that is the main piece of hardware in the middle. So... And look, anytime anything's successful anywhere, always look for the lawsuits because there's always somebody who's like, hey, we'll get some money out of this maybe. We can defend our patent mm-hmm. and try to get money. And some would say, well, that's how you keep your patents is you have to defend them. But I think this one's a little over the top and probably bullcrap. So, right. Um, and the, the law will decide, but hey, is it, aren't those made in Japan? Uh, can no. We, can, Ch- China, can we reach them? I think China. They're, well, they're made by Japanese companies, in, but using Jap- uh, Chinese factories as far as I know. Right. So, mm. sure. I don't know. Like, yeah, outside of the U.S. patent system, the, don't, the laws don't apply there anyway. So I don't know. Uh, we need Tom Merritt for this bit. He would know, wouldn't he? He would know. Hey, Tom Merritt, we I need you like- for this bit. <laughs> Super Castlevania 4. 4. Original video game soundtrack vinyl now available on Amazon. You were getting all excited. There was a new Castlevania remake in town. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not uh, even. Why do people want that particular album, though, I wonder? Because who cares? Like, right. Is, is there something good? about the warmth of vinyl that makes this one? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about the 1991 Super NES Classics uh, Castlevania 4. Super Castlevania 4 is a remake of the first Castlevania game. Right. Uh, puts you back in the boots of vampire hunter Simon Belmont, no relation to Veronica Belmont. But in uh, if the first Castlevania soundtrack was like a band's debut garage album, Super Castlevania 4 is where they finally got into a major recording studio and fully fleshed out their sonic ambitions, according to this article uh, that we found over on uh, Game Idealist. So I guess if you're super into that, then I think I think that's it. more of this about. This is not a, a, a marriage of of uh, like mind or something because what is a 16-bit adventure audio got to do with vinyl nothing nothing zip. Uh, not a poop. other other than nostalgia and i've seen in in stores where you see a lot of collectibles i've seen a huge uptick in uh vinyl merchandise yeah, oh, yeah. so apparently it's, it's it's making a comeback already has made a comeback and i'm just now seeing it mm-hmm. uh so it's it's interesting but i want to know where my eight track is yeah, because I want to know when that's going to come. You want in. your eight-track version of the Super Nintendo uh, sound chip video games? Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. All right, let's get that going. Then you can never rewind ever again in your life. <laughs> ever. That's. I mean, that was the deal. Whoa. That's not supposed to do that. Sorry, I don't know why I did that. It's not supposed to. Um, uh, do that. What was I? What was I saying before? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you you said you were announcing that we were releasing oh. all of our uh, Schnauzer audio on vinyl this fall. <laughs> Oh, and all future Boop Show podcasts, we're taking it off uh, uh, podcast yeah. feeds. You're going to have to buy the 8-track version. So We're going to burn our own wax. Yeah, good it's luck gonna to be. you. Did the 8-track mean there were 8 songs? Is that what that meant? I don't think that's how that works. I think it meant it could hold 8 different tracks of of audio on it. So it's kind of like, I guess you could separate this, the uh, the each, each track yeah. uh, to a different speaker, I'm assuming, or oh. a different uh, reproduction device, possibly. Yeah, now I don't know. I would think that would be more sense. But anything that. that doesn't rewind, f that, dude. I'm well, not. you can you can kind of rewind a track, right? I mean, can you? in some cases, can I don't know. I don't know if you, you ever can. broke you ever broken an eight track open. Uh, yes, years when there I was were, a kid. Yes, right. There was two different types that I had found while I was breaking them apart. My dad hated my hated me. Yeah. Why are you breaking my eight track, son? I'm yeah. like, well, I got to see what makes them tick. Yeah. Some I, some of them actually had the reel to reels inside, but most of them that he had had were just. Bundle. I mean, just 
It's just like the tape was just randomly everywhere inside the eight track. It was just all over the place. Yeah, that's a weird. Those were weird, man. Super weird. We I tore one open that was a Captain and Tennille. <laughs> uh, my mom's. I think it was my mom's, and it was the one with Muskrat Love on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> and nice. so there was no big loss in having that thing get hammered, but it was. I don't remember. It felt like a rat's nest in there. It didn't seem like yeah. it was very organized. This makes no sense. It's a stupid time in our life, guys. Listen, eight tracks, dumb. They were dumb. <laughs> Uh, never use them again. Blizzard has created a new and official PTR or test server for those not in the know for Warcraft 3. What? Uh, Warcraft 3 turned a ridiculous 15 years old last month. That's insane to me. Um, and as a belated birthday gift to one of its most famous games, Blizzard has launched a public test realm for the game, making changes to game balance and map alterations in a new test environment that includes a whole bunch of like uh, stuff like texture tweaks, better texturing on the world map uh, or the you know surrounding areas and stuff to make things a little clearer or whatever. I assume resolution support is already right. there or, or they're adding that. My thinking is, here's my thinking. Starcraft, Starcraft one and two, or sorry, Starcraft one and Brood War are being re-released this month uh, for fifteen bucks in HD four K form. So like a remastered version of that, uh, which I'll probably get because I'm a sucker for stupid stuff like that. Right. Uh, this is maybe a sign that they're not ready to do a remastering yet, but maybe just extend the life of the existing Warcraft three game a, a little more officially. And right. I think that's interesting. Um, they said this. Blizzard's also uh, detailing some of the changes to the game. We are aware Warcraft 3's matchmaking is a bit long in the tusk, they say. <laughs> in the tusk? Yep. Okay. Uh, the mo- we will be improving matchmaker logic for a future patch. So they're working on that. Now, whether that means full-blown like Blizzard launcher communication stuff, like I don't know. They haven't, they haven't said. But uh, I don't know. I've kind of have mixed feelings about Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3 was so important for the lead up to World of Warcraft, story-wise and all of that. Like, it was a big deal in that regard. But the actual playing of that game, I never liked the hero mechanic. I never liked the idea of having this hero I had to go out and, like, kill creeps for. I mean, the stuff that became the basis for MOBAs was just not something I was interested in. Um, Whereas StarCraft and, and previous Warcraft games were just like the pure RTS, right? Like, you just go in and play. Right, And this other thing was like, nope, take Grandpa down to those weird things and kill two of those, and now he's leveled up some. Like, that wasn't as fun to me. But uh, but it holds an important place in, in Blizzard history. So, there you go. Are right. you going to play this? What are you, what are you doing? Are you going to play it? I can't decide because uh, I don't have Warcraft 3 attached to my account. I have a physical copy somewhere, but I haven't been able to locate it, so it's going to be money. And uh, how interested am I in spending money? Yeah, I don't know. Not very much, you. If no, I, if I know not you, very much. Yeah, if I know you well enough, it's that you would rather not spend money on such not thing. the Not the spending the money, keeping the money in the pocket. Yeah. I am going to spend 15 on that remastered StarCraft thing because I'm an idiot and I like things like that. So Right. Bring, Do it. Bring it on. Disney in the news. Disney, Disney, Disney. Disney got sued for spying on minors... What? In some of their games and apps. Ooh. Like through the webcam? Well, what? alleged. Alleged. 
Oh. Uh, Disney's being sued by a group of people who claim that some of their gaming applications collect personal information from young players and share it illegally with other advertisers. You know them kids. They got a lot of personal information. <laughs> they say, Yeah, no kidding. They say for its part, the company is ready to resolve the case in court. Meaning settle, I guess? I don't know what that means. Yeah, that sounds like that's what it's going to be. Uh, Washington Post reported this. Disney and technology companies like Upsight, Unity, and Cocheva. Chava. Cochava. Uh, Unity. That's interesting. It's the engine. Uh, we'll have to go to court because of this lawsuit. The plaintiffs allege Disney is violating the Children's Privacy Protection Act or the Copa Copa Cabana. <laughs> Your kid's information is, is on the internet. internet. Did, 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 did. I can see you through your <laughs> webcam. <laughs> Uh, as the name implies, protects the privacy of minors when the or sorry when they browse the internet or use online applications. Thus, the plaintiffs seek a court order that prevents Disney, one of its partners, or the rest of the companies from disclosing information about the children without the consent expressly from their parents. In addition, even with cons- parental consent, I say no. No, I'd say yeah. I don't like any of this. Uh, in addition, they hope to collect punitive damages along with uh, legal fees. Uh, yeah, sure. I need to know more about this case before I'm ready to jump on the bandwagon and 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 boo Disney for this. These may be apps where a webcam is part of the experience, and you have to approve using it. And parents should be watching what your kid you're playing with. So I I think I may be adding the webcam part. I think it's probably just talking about like age information and. And, and that kind of stuff. I could be wrong, but I, that's what I'm probably guessing. Yeah. When lesser, unless there was webcams, in which case, now I'm appalled. Yeah, that would freak me out. Appalled. That would freak me out. No filming my kids. Thank you very much. Right. Not until they're all adults, all right? <laughs> that's all I ask. Uh, we'll follow this and see how it goes, but uh, you never know with Disney what's going to happen with those chuckleheads. Mm. And uh, that's your news. We do have an email to read as we get out of here from Jim Willis. And his email is more <laughs> calling me out for something. So I'm going to respond to it. <laughs> says, uh, by the way, set this to boopshow at gmail.com. You're encouraged to do the same. Boopshow at gmail.com. Any thoughts, any feelings, any reviews, anything you want to say, send it in. Here's what he says. Just listening to the Video Games Daily segment when your phone went off. This is true. My Uh-oh. phone went off in the middle of it. Uh, he says, default iPhone ring. Really? You know you can change that, right? Even get a video game theme song as your tone. Love the show. Boopity boop, says Jim. Jim, Love it. Jim doesn't understand something. Uh, the only reason you heard my phone was because I had it tied through my production Mac here. And if I have notifications not turned off, if somebody call, I have it set so somebody calls my phone, it will ring through my computer. I can answer on my mic and talk right through my mixer and mic on, on the phone. I just forgot to turn that off. So my phone's default ring is completely different. Oh. It's a custom one. It's nothing to do with the default one. It's just the desktop default one, which is the one that recorded, is the one he heard. So, yeah, yeah. But what we want to know is, what is your default iPhone ringtone? Uh, let me find it. You want to hear it? Give it to us. I don't know if I use it. I don't know what I changed it to. I used to have a huge, on my old phone, I had so many ones. Now I now I buzz it mainly. Don't really care anymore right. about a ringtone. Oh man, I used to go through all the hassle of trying to find a video game themed one, and then you know, oh, it's got to be a Star Trek themed one. Always trying to be clever. Yeah. Eventually, I got tired of being clever and just said, okay, what's the default? That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. Where's the damn ringtones? <laughs> Where? See, you can't even find them. It's been Maybe a while. Maybe he was right. No, it's been a while. I just haven't been in here. Where is this? General display. 
sound haptics. Here we go. Vibrate on ring. See, I have vibrate on everything. Oh, yeah, me too. All right, here you go. You want to hear this? Give it to this us. This is what I have right now. I don't know if this is any good or not. That. Oh, the bionic sound. Yeah, a little ding, like ding, bionic ding, man. Ding, 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 ding. So, I, uh, yes, I know I can do custom ones. I know I can get other ones. I understand. But that's not what he heard. I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> uh, thank you for that email. If you'd like other, e- or send us other emails, maybe about video games next time. That'd be great. Uh, oh. <laughs> at gmail.com would be the address to send them to. Um, uh, what else? Uh, boop show or frogpants.com slash boop. And on Twitter at boop show, Mr. Brian Dunaway or the Brian Dunaway. Sorry. That's Scott. Oh, Fletcher. right. The Brian Dunaway, Scott Johnson for me. And, uh, check us out for more coming next week right here on the boop show. It's going to do it for us. Brian, thanks for hanging out with me. Oh, I had good times. Bye, everybody. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.